We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. You know, if I would have applied myself, I could have gone to the NBA. You think so? Yeah, I think so. But it's just like, it's been done. You know, I didn't want to, I was like, I don't want to be a follower. Hi, I'm Jason Concepcion. And I'm Shay Serrano. And we are back. We have a new podcast from Wondery. It's called Six Trophies. Woo! And it's the f-ing best. Each week, Shay Serrano and I are combing through all the NBA storylines, finding the best, most interesting, most compelling stories, and then handing out six pop culture themed trophies for six basketball related activities. Trophies like the Dominic. Dominic Toretto, I live my life a quarter mile at a time trophy, which is given to someone who made a short-term decision with no regard for future consequence. Or the Christopher Nolan Tenet trophy, which is given to someone who did something that we didn't understand. Catalina wine mixer trophy. Ooh, the Lauren Hill, you might win some, but you just lost one trophy. And what's more, the NBA playoffs are here, so you want to make Six Trophies your go-to companion podcast through all the craziness. Follow Six Trophies on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Listen ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Randall with a three-pointer, and that'll do it. This one, a tough one for Top Thibodeau and the Knicks to take another game against one of the top teams that the Knicks were right in it until the final minute, but come up short. Yeah, we mentioned they can't lose this momentum, man. They got to carry it into the next game, keep their heads up, keep working to get better results. The game was tied at 103 with 47 seconds left. Knicks lose their third straight here at home. All righty. That was a bummer. Uh, Knicks lose 109-103 to the Milwaukee Bucks. I got the esteemed one and only Benji Ritholtz here to, to start the postgame with me because I needed, I needed to get his take at the top, which is what he already shared on our playback. Shout out to all of our patrons who joined us for that. Um, Benji, I'm, I'm feeling this is the first loss all season that I could genuinely say I feel, I don't feel horrible. I don't feel that bad about it. They played really well tonight and it sucks that they lost, but I wanted, I wanted, let's start with your take. What do you, what are your thoughts? Yeah, I agree. I thought, um, 
I thought it was a game where like Giannis in the fourth quarter before he fouled out kind of became this unstoppable force for a while. And for the Knicks to hang in while that was going on, and they obviously don't have an answer for that. And they can't respond with anybody remotely like Giannis Antetokounmpo. So to hang in that game and to have a real chance to win it at the end, I think is, is a credit to their effort to uh, a lot of, a lot of good execution on both ends. Although, you know, obviously not as, not as, perfect as you want but you got to be realistic about it i thought i thought they played a good game i thought obviously the standout being mitch and, and rj kind of finding finding a real offensive flow i think we've seen some signs the last couple of games of a better approach and now it really came to fruition with a with a really nice offensive game yeah um rj in particular i mean mitch look 20 rebounds is 20 rebounds uh he is He's my player of the game. Is he, I don't know if he's your player of the game. He's, Mitch is my player of the game, barely by a, by a hair over RJ. But I think we know what Mitch can do when Mitch is on. For RJ to come out, and again, it wasn't perfect. Um, I will continue to see him going under that screen as as opposed to over that screen on the Grayson Allen three at the end there. But you know, listen, you live with it. It was it was like you said. It was nice to see him look like a guy who can be a significant contributor to a team that is trying to win basketball games. Cause I don't know how many times we could have said that, or we have said that after games this year, right? Yeah. Three plays down the, you know, when he had, when three plays down the stretch that hurt, he had a, he had a really rough turnover that led to a Giannis alley-oop when yep. the Knicks were making a run. He uh, went under that Allen screen, as you said, and gave up that final three. Not that it was a bad effort. I just thought it's good effort uh, in, in that position with the person you're guarding being Grayson Allen, who you kind of want to encourage to go into the paint. Although I know he made a layup prior to that. So it's not like he's incapable, but in that position, you really don't want to give up a three. That's a guy you chase over and, and rely a little bit on your help. Um, so that's a shame. And then he took that three. I didn't hate it. I didn't love it. I think there, there are probably those that will, will, will criticize him for that shot. I, I it wasn't a bad look. It wasn't a bad look. So I'm gonna, not going to get on him too much for it. But yeah, it didn't really make the plays down the stretch. But but overall, looking at the performance, you're really, like you said, like we just haven't seen enough of these like, oh, this guy is really contributing to a winning basketball game. And he did tonight. He was really good. Yeah, I mean, look, this is now we're, what, we're 22 games into the season. Um, they haven't really beat a good team yet. I mean, the Utah game, Utah game was nice, but. You know, I mean, I think you were even saying it that night, like Utah is going to start coming down to earth and we're kind of seeing that. So, like, no, they haven't been a good team yet. I get that. They're going to play a lot of good teams moving forward. At the same time, there aren't that many really good teams in the league. So, like, that that part of it is, like, I'm sure that's going to bother some people after a game like this. Where it's like, yeah, they're the Knicks. They can't beat any good teams. For me, I'm I'm happier about the fact that I've started to get really worried about the defense. Um. And I think, again, like you said, not perfect, not perfect. But if they played, I, I mean, Breen said it at the end of the game, right? If they play defense like this moving forward, I think we could be pretty certain there's going to be a decent basketball team. Agreed 100%. I thought they did a really nice job on Giannis, like for the Me most too. part. <laughs> he was good. And he ends up with 37, 13, and 7 on 25 he's, shots. He's a good basketball player. I mean, and he made his free throws tonight. Um that was what Inter- killed it. Interestingly, they're actually the free throws. They, they finished the game minus five with Giannis on the floor. That's unreal. Um, yeah, I thought the defense was really good. I thought the effort was great. I thought 
Julius is always going to have like the three or four plays where you're like, are you kidding? Put a hand up. Um, but I also thought that you, then you overlooked the fact that he was really physical tonight. I thought he, he got a lot of rebounds in traffic. I thought he fought hard when he was put on Giannis, um, was scrambling around better on rotations. Like just the drop defense kills me. But otherwise I thought he played hard and played pretty well on that end. Um, I thought Grimes had a bit of an uneven game at the point of attack, actually. I thought he got dusted a few times where you don't really expect that. Um, Holiday made one really tough one over him, which you don't blame him for, towards the end. Um, yeah, that was a great shot by Holiday. Great shot. A lot of great um, shots, but I mean, we should say that. The, the Bucks hit, like, I mean, uh, several really, really, yeah, really Yeah, Giannis makes a three. That was huge. Giannis makes free throws. Allen makes a nice move to the rim and finishes – Allen makes a tough three and Holiday makes a tough jumper. I mean, I think those were all their buckets down the stretch. Like nothing that easy. It wasn't yeah. like we were giving up dunks and wide open threes. I mean, they made yeah, they made plays. They're really good. They're a really good team. They're gonna win a whole lot of games. They're yeah. one of two, you know. I think them and Boston are by far the two best teams in the league right now. I don't think it's it's that close. And um, they're getting Middleton back pro- possibly on Friday, I think. And they didn't have Chris Middleton. Yeah. Imagine that <laughs> for, the, for, for the first 20 years. Uh, yeah. Game. So Great effort by the Knicks. Really not much to be too upset about. Uh, I thought Randall's process early on offense was pretty brutal. Like taking yes. the honest one-on-one a lot. Like just like that classic where like there's carryover from the previous game where Randall all of a sudden thinks he's like on these guys' levels and he's just not. And if he just plays within himself, he can be really productive. And you saw that in the second half, I thought, where he's fighting for offensive rebounds. He's finishing a layups. He's doing good things. Um, just got just to gotta stay within himself. But yeah, not not really much to be upset about in this game. It was really hard fought. Uh, much better defensive effort from the Knicks. And yeah, y- you live with these. It is what it is. Uh, I'm gonna let you go. Uh, one more. So the next three games: Dallas on Saturday, then tough back to back. Cleveland Oof. Sunday. Yeah, I know. Right? Tough scheduling right now. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah. Like to play Dallas and Cleveland within. I mean, this, the tip-off of the second game is going to be about 26 hours after the end of the, the first game. Um, at least they're home. And then uh, I forget when the when the Hawks game is, but the Hawks game is the next game after that. Given how they've played this season, given how they've played recently, whatever, you are you feeling... What are you going to be happy with? What would you... What would you... Uh, it's a little bit less about the record than it is about how it looks for me at this point with this team. Uh, but... Fair. I think you have to. So be you're hoping with, for two, I, but like, I think you have to be thrilled with two and one, and you have to be able to live with one and two. I think that's fair. That's a good way to where this it. team is. You got to win one of these games. You can't, you know, like these are all teams that are around and about the Knicks level. Uh, I don't know. I think they're probably are they favored in any of them. Well, I mean, da- Dallas and Dallas record wise is right around where yeah. the Knicks are. Um, I'm not sure what Atlanta's actual record is, but like in terms of how Atlanta has been playing and how they have played more generally this season, like. They're, you know, Atlanta's four and six in their last 10. Uh, they have a barely positive uh, Hawks game is Wednesday. Andrew's telling me. Yeah, they have a barely positive scoring margin. It's like yeah. to expect them to win at least one of the Dallas or the or the or the Hawks games, I think, is, is reasonable. And then the Cavs are playing really well, too. So, yeah. And uh, the, the Knicks have, have played Luca really well uh, over the last couple of years, like really well. They've done a great job yeah. on him. Uh, so I, you know, I expect uh, it's Luca. You never know. Maybe he goes off for 50, but you know, theoretically, I think, I think the Knicks have a good plan against him. 
Um, they played Cleveland really tough last game and lost one of these heartbreakers that they've lost a bunch of already now this season against good teams. Yeah. And, and they got crushed by Atlanta last time in the second half. Um, tough matchup. Look, I, I know Trey's really struggled shooting the ball, but he's Trey. He's a handful, and Murray destroyed them last time they played. Um, they're all te- Look, they're all teams that I think you would say have certainly more top-end talent, obviously, and and the Knicks are going to have to do it with their depth and do it with uh, with – defensive efforts like the one they had tonight to to try to win two of these i think love it uh any final thoughts before i let you go no final thoughts be nice to john in the chat today it's a good day they played well i agree and uh otherwise thanks for having me peace everybody <laughs> i needed you to gas me up with some positivity thank you benji <laughs> Ritholtz. if you're not following ben please go do so at ben Ritholtz nba he's the man um yeah that's really it i i wanted benji here for for some moral support because like i said i was i'm feeling it's the first loss where i could genuinely say that i'm feeling like i don't feel obviously i never love i never like a loss especially with like man you you had the ball down one last closing minutes like you you know you're home best team best guy on the other team fouls out like you get the win and they didn't get the win. And from that perspective, it does feel like much like the Blazers game and much like the Grizzlies game. It does feel like one that got away. But unlike those games, I there, there's really nothing to be like angry about. You could be annoyed and I am annoyed, but there's nothing you could be really upset about to me, at least in a game like this. But perhaps reasonable minds will differ, uh, which we will find out in the Super Chat momentarily. But first, a reminder from our good friends at WinBet, download the WinBet app or visit www.winbet.com to start winning. Uh, one more time, that's W-Y-N-N-B-E-T.com. Uh, sign up today to receive a special offer. Bet $100, win $100, download Bet Win. I hope someone out there or many people out there took any and all overs on Mitchell Robinson. I'm sure we're going to get a lot of Mitch love in the chat, as we should. Best game of the season, 20 rebounds. I mean, what more can you say? 11, 11, 11 offensive rebounds. And uh, here I was about to write something about how he's been struggling with uh, putback attempts. He had a couple of those tonight, which was great. Love to see that from Mitch. They need Mitch. Like, let's, let's end with this before we get to the Super Chats. Hardenstein showed himself to be his backup center. Like, Jericho Sims... Love what he's done. He's ready to be an NBA rotation player. All that being said, this team needs Mitch. He's vital to what they're trying to do, and he showed that tonight. So good job by him. We'll talk about everybody else in a minute. Let's get it started. Who's going to start us off? I wonder. Forgotten NYC. I have. A, I wonder if this is going to be positive or negative. That Hill Hart offensive rebound is unforgivable. Yeah, we, I highlighted it on like during the playback, or Benji highlighted it actually. Hardenstein's inability to be decent on the defensive glass this year has been really frustrating. And I think the fact that you're seeing Tibbs now basically push Mitch to as many minutes as he could go. um, And because he can only push him so many minutes, he's given the spare time to Julius and Obi. Now, maybe, you know, he wants to do that anyway. I don't know. But like, Hardenstein's just been really bad on the defensive glass, and it's a shame because on the very next time down the floor, makes an absolutely great play on a couple of tips, getting the offensive rebound, and ended up in points. He's a really good offensive rebounder. 
But yeah, midway through the fourth or early in the fourth, I forget when exactly it was, but it was, you know, you, you can't, you can't have those plays against a team like this and, and expect to win because you're just not going to. So good, good way to start us off. Thanks for gotten. Um, next up busy. Why did RJ take that shot? Yeah. I mean, look, we, I, I really don't want to kill RJ. He had a really nice game. It's his best game. I would, I think it's his best game of the year. And that is even with, the two or three shots he took throughout the game that I didn't love where it's just like, come on, man, what are you doing? The turnover going under the screen and the shot. That all sounds really bad. Even with all that, and maybe this is his, this speaks more to the year that RJ has had than anything else. I really did think this was his best game of the year because I, I think he, his process was mostly really, really good. You know, we know why he took that shot because we know what RJ thinks of himself. And he had to, he had it going. And look, if he made it, none of us would be complaining. I just you could you get a better look there. You get a better look there. Um, but it is what it is. He'll live and he'll learn. Andrew, they really are a case of case of so close yet so so far. I mean, we we didn't need this game to to tell us that though, right? Um, we know how far away the Knicks are are from being a a real team. They're at least one superstar and probably another all-star. No one's questioning that. Um, but this is the team that we have this year. They have, they, they are purporting to try to win games. And they're, I think they're doing a mostly decent job of that with their effort and their execution and their game plan and all that stuff. Given the personnel that they have on the roster to work with. Um, but yeah, they are what they are. They're a middling team. Thanks, Andrew. Appreciate that. Busy with one more. And why does Julius Randle um, think that he doesn't have to help against driving guards? They use his man, Giannis, as the screener. It's it's what Benji referred to. It's like the maddening. It's the drop coverage. It's like not putting his hands up when he's the help man. When he's the low man, he doesn't put his hands up when he, you know, when he's when he's guarding off the corner. It's just it's the Randall stuff that at this point it's like you have to live with because he's on the team and he's never showed any indication that these are not going to be regular parts of, of his game. Now tonight, again, I agree with Benji. I think overall his effort was really good. And I thought he, his aside from the process issues and forcing it in the first half, second half on offense, he was fine. Uh, he was tough as nails. You know, we did a lot of good things, but he's an imperfect player, to say the least. You know, it's annoying. Uh, thanks, Busy. Appreciate that. Will Oliver, sigh. Shame to waste such a great game from Mitch. Yeah, it's the, the annoying part, if you're someone crazy like me, who even with the knowledge and understanding that this team is not going to do anything of consequence this year, who still wants to like win. I still get disappointed by losses and I still want to like win these games so they could win. Cause you know, we're fans. That's what we do to lose this game and the Grizzlies game and the Blazers game. It fucking kills you. Cause if you win even one of those games, you're 500 sitting here right now. If you're the next, that's what kills you or kills me at least, you know, because it's like, I don't know, there's something like 
it's crazy to say I want to finish 500 like to, to finish for this team to finish 500 to me would be such a monumental accomplishment. It would be a testament to, I think, some things that they're doing right with the obvious understanding that they have a lot more to do right that they are not able to do right now because they don't they don't have the ability to um, make those moves at this time. Thanks, Will. Appreciate that. Uh, Rob Deluce, what's going on, Rob? Appreciate you. What's up, fellas? You don't deserve nothing if you get beat by Grayson Allen. That's fair. The last minute, RJ and Randall was Knicks basketball at its finest. Yeah, they, you know, their closer is Jalen Brunson for a reason. And Jalen Brunson, give him all the credit in the world for getting to the free throw line. I thought he gamed it tonight. He did not shoot the ball well. I mean, for Jalen Brunson to miss three free throws in a game, this is a guy who hit what do you have, 45 straight free throws earlier this year or 46, some obscene number of straight free throws. When that dude misses three free throws and that dude ends a game where he has less points than shots attempted, you you know something's probably not right. Obviously, for anybody listening to this who didn't see it, left the game early in the first quarter with a, an ankle injury. For all we know, the whatever it was, quad, hip, thigh thing that he had that, almost, that made him a game-time decision for the the last game or the two games ago, excuse me, maybe that's still bothering him. The guy's a gamer came back in the game. That's why I'm not about to kill him, but like he's your closer and he, he, you know, wasn't, wasn't really put in a position to close tonight, I guess like, but I mean, look, RJ took the shot. That's what it is. Thanks Rob. Appreciate it. ADW paradise KFS. Can we stop the defensive ro- or defense? The Derek Rose minutes, please. The second unit goes as IQ goes because he's super selfish. He takes most of the shots. Others take others take out of rhythm shots. Um, I don't really know what to do with this comment because one, Derek Rose, like again, that's an organizational kind of philosophical thing. Like there are some organizations that where where if they were where the Knicks at, they would just be like, we're not going to give a 34-year-old guard minutes. We're just not going to do that. That said, it's early in the season. Um, is there a discussion to be had about whether this team is better if you just took away the minutes? Yeah, sure. I think that's a fair discussion. I don't I don't know that I would agree with that. I think it's an interesting discussion, though. As far as the second unit goes, as quickly goes because he's super selfish, I don't think quickly selfish. I don't know where that take is coming from. I think quickly is a guy who who's had, we've heard his head coach say multiple times on the record. Anytime he has the ball and he's open and doesn't shoot it. I'm mad. Like that's what he's supposed to do. If he's open, he's supposed to shoot it. And it's not like the dudes dribbling into long twos or like, I don't know how you call how How do you call quickly selfish? And like, you know, not call like RJ selfish or Julius selfish. We're putting up some of the shots that they do. Julius has obviously hit most of them this year, but like, I don't, I don't know. I don't think quickly takes any bad shots to be quite honest with you. I think that's a bad take. Sorry. ADW. Um, Kevin Danishevsky. What's going on, Kev? How you doing, bud? RJ was really good tonight, but the end game sucked. Horrible decision to go under the screen and a terrible shot. Please know Brunson isn't clutch takes. He's hurt. Yeah. Um, I, I I will not be here for any Jalen Brunson slander. Not on my watch. We'll see what we get, though. 
GD Nation. Why this team can't play at home makes no sense. Well, the competition has a little bit to do with it, you know. Um, I agree they haven't been good at home this year. I agree with that. I thought I, you could argue that this was their best home performance of the season. Like to say that they can't play at home after this game, I, I don't agree with that. Uh, thanks, GD. Danny Gardner, what's going on, man? Thank you very much for this. Uh, appreciate that. Uh, painful loss, yes. Some bad decision-making, missed opportunities, yes and yes. <laughs> but if the Knicks play with this much effort and intensity every night, we'll be happy to end most nights. Yes. A thousand percent yes. Thank you for saying that. The RJ pass to Mitch was great. I can't, I, I love that you're, you're, uh, you messaged me on that because I, I was right there with you. I'm like, he passed the ball. <laughs> The shot over Drew, you're at uh, Drew Holiday, not so much. Yeah, I mean, it, you know, you hope he's still learning, right? You hope he's still learning. I mean, and, and again, let's just be very clear. The league right now, the Milwaukee Bucks are the second best team in basketball. They're the second best team in basketball by record. They are the fourth best team in basketball by point differential. And they have the number one defense in basketball by a not a huge margin, but like a you know, it, it, they are very clearly the best team in basketball. They're number one defensive rating, and you could see tonight how difficult they make your life. They their weakest defender is Grayson Allen, and for a lot of teams, Grayson Allen would be like one of their stronger defenders. Um, you know, for all you know, with all the respect to what the the the. Uh, Celtics did to him in last year's playoffs, which I know was ugly, but like that, you know, if that dude's your worst defender, my God, you're a great, you're a really good defensive team. So yeah, they, this is not a night that I'm going to, I'm going to kill them. You know, you, you come out, you score however many points they scored tonight. It, it was a, it was a respectable performance at the very least. Um, thanks, Danny. Appreciate it, bud. Uh, Greg Moran, thank you for the generous contribution. That is five losses in a row now to the Bucks. The last win was at the beginning of last season before it all went downhill. They sold their soul for that dub. Yeah. Q Thanos Gamora, what did it cost, GIF? Um, that's a good one. The Bucks are just fucking so hard to play. Like right, right now, looking at the league, I think the team's... Like, Boston has separated themselves. Boston's the best team in the league. After Boston, you got the Bucks and Suns in some order. After those two teams, it's kind of a lot of parity. Who's the fourth best team in basketball? Is it Cleveland? Might be. Um, you know, Denver, when Jokic is in there, yeah, sure. that's They're up there. You know, when, when Philly gets healthy, they'll be heard from. But, like... There's a lot. I mean, I know we're mid. We're the definition of mid. There's a lot of teams in that, you know, between that like four or five to like 24, 25 range that are that you could beat. That's why like to lose to one of the teams in the top top tier. I'm, I, I, I can't. I can't. I can be upset. I can't. I can't kill the Knicks for for the loss, though. Thanks, Greg. Appreciate it. Uh, Juanon, thank you for the contribution. Dolan should buy and reopen Jekyll and Hyde's. Man, I remember that place. I went to that place a few times. It was a... Right next to Sushi Samba. I would go there when I was waiting for my table at Samba. When I was a young, young whippersnapper. Um, anyway. 
and retheme the restaurant around Julius Randle. Please, 30. Uh, get the fuck out of here. The only part of this loss that hurt was his complaining and his lack of defense. Again, I, I thought the defense, the defensive effort was mostly there. His defensive execution is never going to be there all the time. Never, ever, ever, ever. Even in the We Here season, when he got an all defense vote, his defensive execution was not there all game, every game. It just wasn't. He's not that sort of play. He doesn't think the game at that level. There's like, I don't know. There's like road roadblocks in his synapses and his, in his brain um, on both ends, you know, cause he misses passes too. And he just, he is, he's not a quick decision maker with the ball. It's, it's Julius Randle. It's why I'm going to be consistent that whether he plays a great game or whether he plays a terrible game, I'm going to come on here. And if you ask me, do I think the Knicks should trade Julius Randle? My answer is going to be yes. Because I, I don't think this is a player you move forward with. But yeah, I don't I don't know if this is the night to really kill him. Anthony Sixto. Oh, excuse me, Andrew. I thank you for Andrew just reminded me. Four all defense votes. Four. Thank you, Andrew Claudio. Um, Anthony Six, though, thank you for the contribution. Randall's lack of free throws was ridiculous. That said, the difference in these close losses to top teams feels like achievable fixes. Hit free throws. Hashtag Brun for life. Yeah, I love. <laughs> now Andrew's texting me ride with Randall. You could ride with Randall. I will not be riding with Randall. Tonight I will. I can't complain about it tonight, like I said. Um, the lack of free throws, I'm not um, I'm not 100% sure he went to the line one time. Brun for, Brun for four. Oh, Brun for four. Uh, thank you. I got it. I thought I said Brun. Why did I think Brun for life? I'm off my game tonight. Um, Brun for four. I like Brun for four. That's cute. But yeah, are you saying, I don't know if you're saying RJ or uh, Julius should have gotten to the line more or like he, and that's on him or is that on the refs? But whatever. Uh, okay. Next up. Thanks, Anthony. Uh, Brandon Cruz. Thank you, Brandon, for this very generous contribution. Uh, love you guys. Thanks everybody in here watching, by the way. We are a different team when Mitch uses his size and is aggressive under the hoop. Also, I'm glad Hardenstein's minutes were limited. Although he had some nice moments, he's too soft, especially against this team. So, something I thought about today as I saw somebody tweet out, and I I'm, I'm was cognizant of these numbers, but especially since I looked up the numbers recently with, uh, in fact, I put them in the newsletter. The starters, uh, specifically Brunson, Randall, and RJ with Hardenstein, and those three guys with Mitchell Robinson. I think... Yeah, I had this in there before the Pistons game. So two two games have passed since then. Harden, with Hardenstein, the defensive rating was like 121. You know, four or so points worse than the worst defense in the league. With Mitch, I think at the time I looked them up, they were like 113 point something, and I'm pretty sure they've gone up since then, or gone down, like improved since then. 113 point something is still like 25, 26, but... It's a hell of a lot better than they were with, with Hardenstein. To your point, his size under the hoop, I mean, 
just what it, it for me, it's it really just comes down to him and pick and roll coverage. Like his offensive rebounding, great. His aggressiveness around the rim, great. Um, his him as a lob threat, great. It's his pick and roll coverage. It is it is the difference that he makes for this team defensively that unfortunately has a very small defender in Brunson, a generally not good defender, a good defender in Randall, and a guy in RJ who's been a bad defender this year, but like I we obviously hope that that gets better. Like Mitch's presence in the starting five is so essential. And you could, you could, and the, more to the, just as importantly, it feels like they're going to be okay with him on offense. That was my biggest criticism early in the year. I'm like, man, nobody fucking shoots on this team. Brunson wants to be in the paint. Randall wants to be in the paint. RJ wants to be in the paint. How the hell are you going to operate with the center? who his only value is in the paint. Well, it seems like they're kind of figuring that part out. I'm not nearly as worried about that as I was in the early going. So if you could figure that part out and you can get, you know, 20 minutes a game with Mitch alongside the Brunson, Randall, RJ, basically any minutes and you're, you're, you're probably going to get 15 to 16, maybe 17 minutes a game of those three together, which is probably more than they should play together. Cause I, they, I don't, I don't love the Brunson Randall RJ combo, but like for the 15 minutes a game or so that you, they have to be in there. Like Mitch has to be in there for all those minutes. And if he's in there for all those minutes and you could at least like approach a league average defense in those minutes, you could cobble together the other 30, 31, 32 minutes of the game because the bench is excellent defensively because of the guards and the, the perimeter play of the bench defenders. And then the rest of the time you're taking one of your bad defenders off the floor and you're replacing them with a good defender. And Mitch is going to be in there for a lot of those minutes as well. That's your path. I think to a top 15 defense. Now, obviously they have a long ways to go They're I don't know what they're going to be ranked after this game, probably 23rd, 24th. So you got to jump about 10 spots, but like, you know, if that that's your path to the Knicks being what they could be this year. So thanks, Brandon. Good, uh, good comment by you. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. 
Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, price line. Hey guys, quick break to tell you about WinBet, the official sports book of Nick's Film School. Ready to win money and boost your odds? WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. We're bringing the excitement of Win Las Vegas to online sports betting and casino play. Exclusive rewards are right at your fingertips with Win Rewards on WinBet. Get in on all your favorite teams, players, and sports from the NFL, NBA, MLB, NHL, golf, MMA, the WNBA, college football, and more. Great promos, odds, and payouts are happening right now at WinBet. From boosted same-game parlays to live in-game odds on every major sport, WinBet has what you need to win. Ready to play? Sign up today to receive a special offer. Bet 100, win 100. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com. That's wynnbet.com to start winning. Download, bet, win. It's that simple. TK, hush you. What's going on, man? Brunson was off most of the game. Wish he looked to get more guys involved. It feels like he forced a lot of shots. Do you think Crowder is linked with Julius Randle? Um, I, I don't know if Crowder is linked with Julius Randle uh, because we don't know for sure what those teams, if those teams have even talked. Um, as far as Brunson goes... This is not a great matchup for him. I agree. Do I think he four shots tonight? Maybe a hair. Maybe a hair. I think that's fair. As I get my headphone wire from under my chair. Uh, Danny Gardner with one more. Thank you again, Danny. Also, I'm not going to kill RJ for the Grayson three. You're not going to chase over the top of on a DHO with the entire side cleared out. That's a fair comeback. That's a fair comeback, especially because uh, Brooke Lopez sets great screens, but they were clearly going two for one. I want to rewatch it. I'm, I, I recorded it. I want to rewatch it, and I'll have some more thoughts probably in, in tomorrow's newsletter. Um, fair point, though, Danny. And good good analysis by you. Uh, Kevin Danishevsky with one more. RJ was really good tonight, but the end game sucked. Horrible decision to go into the screen and terrible shot. Oh, we already read this. I already got this comment from you, Kev. Um, just, just give me a second. I lost the comments in the. That's no, okay. Yeah, I'll get back to it. Hi, Justin. How are you? I'm good. How you doing, John? Listen, we're half an hour in. It's a good time for a little reset. How How are you feeling? Are you Are you bummed about tonight's loss? Are you okay with tonight's loss? Are you like drastically like? Are you angry? How are you feeling? I'm okay with it. Um. I'm surprised that they didn't get blown out, like I said, that they would last night. But I attribute that to the three-point shooting. Um, their three-point shooters weren't doing that well. So the whole game, I was having the thought um, after halftime, I was thinking, man, this 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 game is really close. Um, I think on betting and sweating, they they had the three spread at halftime. I think that's what it was. Um, yes. I was like, wow, they really nailed that. Um, but it's pretty much attributed to the lack of three-point shooting going on in the game. And if the Bucks picked it up, then the Knicks were going to be in trouble. So I'm and fairly certain. We saw it happen. I'm fairly certain at halftime, someone feel free to correct me. I'm fairly certain at halftime, the Bucks were four of 22 from three at half. 
And I had the same thought as you before the hat before halftime, like, man, this third quarter could get ugly because the Bucks are going to start hitting shots. Well, if my if my memory serves, then the Bucks were six of 13 from three in the second half, which feels right. Um, and they stayed in it. The Knicks stayed in the game. So good job by them. Meanwhile, Knicks from three. My God. Six of 30. Yeah. Um, quickly missed all five threes. Like, I love you, man. I love Emmanuel quickly. I will ride or die for Emmanuel quickly. That it's just, it's that hurts. And those were good looks too, Mm -hmm. you know, in a game you lost by six. Yeah. We just, if we had a couple more of those threes go down, we might've been in at the end, but eventually the team with more talent pulled ahead. So that's what it was. Yeah. And and I, 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 to be fair, Jalen Brunson took four threes, missed all of them, you know, um, Julius Randle took eight threes, made one. It's, and I think that's why nights like last night against Detroit. And we should also say, by the way, it's the second night of back to back. Good effort, you know, good effort by yeah. them to do it on second night of back to back. But like, that's almost why you, you you wonder about the games like last night against Detroit because Randall's going to have those games once every couple of weeks where you just can't miss from deep. Mm-hmm. But you know that those games embolden him to continue taking threes, often at a high volume. And when you get a game from him where he takes eight threes and he makes one, it just makes your job as a team trying to win that much more difficult. Yeah. Um, and I think there's a real – I'll write, this, write about this for Friday. I think there's a real interesting question to be had or conversation to be had specifically about Julius Randle and, like, the value of him taking threes, you know, but mm-hmm. whatever. That's a different, different conversation for another day. Yeah, definitely. He came in shooting. He was on, he was on fire last game. So I don't blame him for trying to come in and carry in that momentum until this game. But when he saw he didn't have it, you wish he would have stopped taking those threes. But Exa- that's, that's ex- exactly it. Like, I feel like as a, he, he kind of knows when he has it or when he doesn't. That's why I don't mind when he comes out in the first quarter and he takes a couple threes in the first quarter. If that's his way of feeling it out, like, hey, do I got it tonight from deep? Do I not have it tonight from deep? You don't need to take eight. You know, I don't know if you need to take two, three, four. You do not need to take eight. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw somebody in the comments mention that whenever we go against a star player, Julius likes to go on that one-on-one, that yeah. one-on-one thing. Um, So it's just the ego thing at this point. I completely agree with you. He needs to be off this team, but... Until we get there, we're, we're stuck with it. We have to watch it. I have the next comment, though. All right, let's do it. Um, thanks, Justin. Uh, next up, ADW Paradise at one more. Every game versus star number 30 plays one-on-one. It's laughable. Yeah, that's fair. I, I mean, I feel bad saying it's laughable, but, like, because here's the thing, right? Like, you look at his numbers. They're really good numbers. He's, you know, he's putting up 22 a game. He's very efficient, like the whole thing. But if there, you know, it's like, what's, if you could write this, if you could write the log line for this team in one sentence, it's that they have a big three where in a perfect world, the number one of the big three is the number three of a championship team's big three. And the other two members of the big three really kind of, in a perfect world would be like 
not role players, but like somewhere existing somewhere in the in the purgatory between role player and like quote unquote star player. Um, that's this team in a nutshell. Yeah, this is what it is. Thanks, ADW. Colonel Wilson, the plus minus for RJ was minus five. The shot was good, but it wasn't all that. Yeah, I mean, you, you, we, we, we've been talking about it a lot lately, grading on a curve. With the year he's had, you take a night like tonight. With the year he's, he's not my player of the game. Mitchell Robinson is my player of the game. But you take, you take a night like tonight. Um, thanks, Colonel. Forgotten NYC with one more. Simple. Lack of three-point shooting, lack of three-point defense. I, they defended well enough to win this game. You know, you with a team like Milwaukee, you are ju- you're not going to take away everything. You're just you can't do it. And they are built to win a championship, which means that they could play a lot of different ways. And they are playing right now, you know, with one hand tied behind their back. So if anything, that's an argument for why they should be a little bit easier to stop, I guess. They're still really freaking hard because of that guy. And when that dude has a game like tonight and he's hitting his free throws and he hits a fucking three in your face and when it matters, it's it's just, you know, he's two-time MVP. Guy's in the middle of his prime. He might be a top-ten player all time before all, all said and done. You know? I mean, that's why. You lose to that guy and everything they do is off of that dude. So, um. Good comment, though. Robert Cross, what's going on, Robert? Big thread, Ben. I'm sorry Ben's not here anymore for this. Do you feel any pressure as your star is ascending with KFS? I'll hang up and listen. I will answer for Ben. He feels no pressure. He's immune to pressure. He's like it's like Derek Jeter. And I can say that because I know he's a Yankee fan. Thanks, Robert. Uh, Pluckster, great fight, rough loss. Mitch was a beast. Yes, I thought Mitch was a beast. He had a very good game. What's the deal with Isaiah Hartenstein? The passing is good. The effort is good, but he still seems awkward in Thibodeau's schemes. I mean, they don't run the offense through him. This was a comment that was made, I don't know, when we talked about it. Maybe it was during the last post game. Again, it all runs together, and I'm getting old. But, like, the Clippers had a perfect setup and situation. Um, oh, that's what I talked about. This I talked about this on halftime against Detroit. Um, the Clippers had a perfect situation all set up for the offense to essentially run through Hardenstein because he was playing around a bunch of shooters and cutters and it looked beautiful and they scored 120 something points per hundred possessions when he was in there. That's not what the Knicks are doing. A little bit of that is personnel, but yeah, it's, it's Tibbs. And like, you knew what you were getting when you signed this guy. Um, they're probably not playing him to his strengths and that's on them. That's on the coaching staff. That's on the organization. Uh, I don't think he's been bad, but defensively he he struggles. So yeah, um, not not great, not ideal, especially when you got Sim sitting there. Um, but I still like Hartenstein, to be clear. Danny Gardner with one more. Danny, you're incredible. Thank you, man. Um, I need a thread on RJ specifically where he picks up his dribble on drives. His decision-making needs to improve, and I feel like a large part of it is he often picks up his dribble early or late. I mean, you want to, like, the difference between... I I think that is such a great point because it's not only 
when you pick up your dribble, but like, so it's like the ability to maintain your dribble and like how good your handle is, right? Those two things together. And you look at Jalen Brunson, not saying Jalen Brunson has like the best handle in, in the game. Like I think Benji said it during the watch uh, tonight that like, you know, Derek Rose is still the best pick and roll point guard on this team. And he's not, he wasn't sure if it's particularly close. Like you watch Derek Rose, his ability to maintain his handle at all times. And you watch obviously Jalen Brunson with his handle and like what he's able to do with the ball. And like, he never picks up his dribble until he's ready. Like RJ's a wing, you know, there, he, he shouldn't be expected to have the abilities of a point guard, but yeah, it needs to get better. And until it gets better, for as much as we talking about the three-point shooting and as much as we talk about the rim finishing, as much as we talk about the playmaking, like that is a major freaking component to his game and his success moving forward is his ability to maintain a dribble, maintain a live dribble, and, you know, parlay that into good decisions. Because um, it's not there right now, you know, enough where we'd like it to be. Um, thanks, Danny. Good good thought, good comment all the way. Um forgotten nyc with one more thank you man i'll die on the hill that the knicks won't be a relevant playoff teams till the surrounding team uh with shooters you just can't win without shooting it's not 1987 i i agree i think the front office agrees which is why they tried to remake the team a year ago with shooters and they took a shit ton of threes last year and they hit a decent number of threes last year they're taking a lot of threes this year. Their shooters are not hitting enough shots. Now, I'm sorry, but I can't sit here and be like, they don't know their ass from their elbow when, like, they drafted Emmanuel quickly and Emmanuel quickly's not hitting threes. Quentin Grimes isn't hitting threes yet. RJ, okay, RJ, I'll give you, but, like, the progression has been there. You know, you, you is he a natural shooter? No, probably not. It, if I think your criticism is is where my criticism has been, which is that you built the team around three guys who none of whom want to operate behind the arc. That is fair. And yet, thus far this season, offense has not been the problem. Tonight it was, but they were going against the best defense in the league. So it's like there's always a there's a point, there's a counterpoint, there's a counterpoint to the counterpoint. Do they need more shooting? Yes. <laughs> I hope they'll get it. One way or another. Yu Shen Zhu, what's going on, man? Any idea why Tibbs refused to call a timeout after the Allen three? Um, I think Brunson was pointing at the bench as he was bringing the ball up. But why no timeout? My guess, just guess, going against the best defense in the league and didn't want them, didn't want to give them the ability to get set. Um, you know seeing what you're trying to run coming out of a timeout. Uh, that's my guess. Is it a good reason in retrospect? Probably not. But I do think there is validity to like the best defense in the league is probably going to get better if you give them a chance to prepare for whatever you're going to throw at them. Um, thanks, Yusen. Appreciate it. And also the Knicks were like getting, they were getting good they were getting good stuff down the stretch. Uh, they didn't get a good shot on that possession, unfortunately. Uh, Lunis Emirat, 
Wonder if RJ's slow start before he heats up into the year is because he put on too much muscle. This has been a big point of, of conversation recently. And then loses the weight during the season. Either way, he'll he'll be all good. I, I the notion that he like that if that was his plan, that's not a good plan to like bulk up to the point where you're you're look like one of the worst starting wing defenders in the league for much of the first 20 games. And then the thought that you're going to like lose that weight. Like I, I, you don't need to do that. I don't think you need to do that. That seems that would, that would be strange to me, but do I think his added muscle or his added size or whatever is part of the, part of the issue? Yeah, I do for sure. Thanks Lewis. Appreciate you as always. Requiem gaming. Hello from the land of enchantment. Tonight was fun. I'm glad. I'm glad. Thank you, Alex. Good effort tonight on the back-to-back, on the second night of back-to-back. Yes, 100%. Looks like we are improving. I'm going to ignore the negativity. I'm I'm, I'm right there with you. I think you're very even-keeled in your takes, Alex, and the fact that you feel pretty much like I do after this game makes me feel good about my, my own stance. So appreciate that. Good seeing you in the playback also. Uh, Lunas with one more. The uh, Mitch, best center on the team, and it isn't close. Huge difference on defense. Uh, when he plays like this, he sure looks like it. He, he, here, let's say this. Mitchell Robinson has the highest has the highest ceiling on the team on as for, of all the centers, and it isn't close. That's accurate. I'm not sure he's always always playing up to his ceiling, though. I want to see more of it. Forgotten NYC with one more. Why do I have a need for Grimes with a 30 usage? I man, I don't I don't know that Grimes is quite there yet. Um, maybe we get there one day. I love Quentin Grimes. Would have liked him to hit another three tonight. You know, he had good looks. And that miss that he had, um, he he missed the three. Julius, beautiful save out of bounds. Got it to Grimes. Grimes grabbed it. Great grab by Grimes. And he goes for the layup, and he just misses the layup. I forget if that was the late third or the early fourth quarter, but it just, it was like, that's, again, for all the positivity about this game, and I am positive about the, the game as a whole, there are like a half dozen plays where you're like, man, fucking kills you or at least kills me um thanks for gotten jessica what's going on jess really hard fought game tonight they kept it close against Giannis and company and they played their asses off let's go next jalen brunson was awesome hashtag running with the devil leave it to uh jessica quota to to manipulate a song title i'm pretty sure that's a song title I should know it, but I I'm not great on my on my like classic rock. I should be better. Um, Duncan Barber, what's going on, Duncan? On the RJ talk of late, is moving him the answer or is re- reducing his role? Um, so they're not going to move him during the year because his contract is just very difficult to move right now because of the poison pill. Um, and I can't answer that question without knowing what I'm getting back. I mean, like, 
basically what you're asking is, do I think R.J. Barrett will be on, God willing, the version of this team that is like ready to at least like compete for home court in the playoffs? If R.J. is on the team and the team is competing for home court in the playoffs, my suspicion is that he will slide more into a complementary role than he is right now. But my bigger suspicion is that he will not be on the team and that he will be parlayed into the one of the star players that gets them to the point where they are competing for home court advantage in the playoffs. That is my suspicion. Uh, thanks, Duncan. Appreciate that. Hope that answered your question. Okay. Uh, Jessica, Whalen Brunson. Yeah, it's a Van Halen song. Yeah. So Van Halen, huge blind spot for me in my musical catalog. Um, was never a big Van Halen guy. Still not really a big Van Halen guy. Um, I appreciate, you know, appreciate Eddie Van Halen. She's never a big Van Halen guy. Kevin Danishevsky with one more. I remember that last win versus the Bucks well. I was enamored with how good Noel's footwork on defense was versus Giannis. Yes, I remember. it was a great Noel game. You're right. It was a great Noel game. Should have brought Noel back for this for the for this game only. We could have used that from Sims. My one gripe right now. Yeah, I mean, look, they they just you. I mean, you know as well as I do, Kev. They just they just signed Hartenstein. Excuse me. Um, they're gonna give him. A loud truck outside my window. Um, they're gonna keep sending him out there. I mean, I, you know, I do think there's an interesting conversation to be had about whether Hardenstein is like a sneaky trade candidate before the deadline. Um, I don't know. He's on a fair contract. You know, contract's good. Everybody knows what he could do. I don't know what they get for him. You know, I don't, I don't think they're like looking to dump him. Uh, but that's an interesting conversation. Um, thanks, Kev. Uh, next up, Sean Ford. Grimes had long stretches tonight where he was my favorite player on the floor. You could see him rounding into shape. The team looks different with Mitchell Robinson and Quentin Grimes on the floor. I wrote it in today's newsletter coming off the Pistons game. I, I jot down my notes, you know, throughout the game, every game, and I look, and it's like half of them have to do with Grimes because of like little things that he does or sometimes bigger things that he does. He's impossible not to like. He's, he's the, every bit of him is a winning player. He's got to hit shots. Got to hit shots. If you're a role player in the NBA and you play on the wing and that's it, that's it, that's it. If you're a role player in the NBA and you play on the wing, got to hit shots. So, you know, I and I think he will hit shots. I have no question that he's going to hit shots, and I have a feeling he's going to hit a lot of them, and he's going to hit a lot of them very soon. Thanks, Sean. Good, good comment there, Zach Hara. What's going on, Zach? How you doing, bud? That goofy spinning layup and putback by Morant could only be topped by lipless, corny ass Grayson Allen hitting the dagger three. Yeah, yeah. Rough week, but we're trending in the right direction. I'd like to think. Um, I think this team's trending in the right direction. I mean, look at it this way. I sat on here. What was it? I'll look it up right now. Oh, yes, that's right. How could I forget? <laughs> After the Oklahoma City game. 
And I was like, um, and we were talking about it. I mean, Ian Bigley reported it. He's like, Tibbs is on Tibbs's seat is heating up. You know, wh- whatever the record was, there was a notion that like based on how they had played against Oklahoma City, um, against Brooklyn, against Boston, against Atlanta, those games, there was a notion that like, oh wow, th- is this thing like going belly up already? Since then, they had a five-game West Coast road trip, and then Portland, Memphis, Detroit, Milwaukee, and they are one, two, three, four, and five. If you would have told me after that OKC game that they would be four and five in their next nine, I remember, I think I sat on here and was like, are they going to be favored in any of these games? Are they going to go two and seven? Are they going to go one and eight? Is Detroit going to be their only win? You know, and they and they put it together. Would it have been really, really, really freaking nice to get either the Portland game or the Memphis game or this game? Again, yes, but they didn't. It's okay. It happens. Onwards we go. Wombler, what's going on, Wombler? What's the difference in Obi's production? Defensive adjustments, different spots, few easy looks other than three. That's... You nailed it with that one. Uh, I want to see Grimes get 10-plus shots. Also, Sims over Hartenstein. Um, Grimes getting 10 shots a game is going to be tough in this off, in in this, with this starting five. Um, That's just going to be tough. Even with Mitchell, even with the Knicks, you know, having essentially the lowest, usage starting center in the NBA. That's tough for Grimes to get that many shots with Brunson, Randall and RJ on the court, which is another reason. I think there's a very valid argument for why you could shift this roster in a fairly significant way and have it, have it maybe be a good thing. Um, As far as OB, I mean, they're using him like a, like a like a wing. He's a, he's a three and they're play, they're on offense. He's being treated like a three and D wing. He's they're not he's not getting out of a transition as much. Teams are guarding against that. Uh, this is how they're using him, which is annoying. And they shouldn't have drafted him if this is how they're going to use him. So bad job by them. Uh, we got two more left. Uh, thanks, Justin. Uh, Sam Garcia's dad. What's going on, Sam Garcia's dad? Is the if the front office adds a useful player, not even a star, this team battles for four or five in the East. It de- um it de- so like what's your definition of a useful player? Because I would argue that this team has a lot of useful players. So if your definition of a useful player is like one step below a star, so like again, the first guy that always comes to my mind is like Harrison Barnes. Harrison Barnes is a very useful player, you know. Um, trying to think of somebody else. Andrew Wiggins is a very useful player. I know he made the All Star team last year, but like, um, Tobias Harris probably a little overqualified to be called a useful player. Like that dude, it's amazing to me that that dude never made an All Star team. It's a shame too because he's really good. But like, you know, so he's not a star player. Like if you're talking about some someone on that level. Who are you taking off the team to put them on? Are you replacing Randall with that player? 
are you replacing Derek Rose with that player? Like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know that I could say that this team is a non-star player away from being a four or a five seed. But I also can't not say that for sure. It's a good comment. It's a good comment. Um, Forgotten NYC. Can we just dedicate a pod to only hashtag Bruns puns? Brun puns, excuse me. I don't know how that, I don't know how many downloads that pod would get. You have to take that, take that one up with GMAC. Um, What I've been looking up is Grimes shots per 36 minutes. Last year, Grimes took 10.8 field goal attempts per 36 minutes and just under nine threes per 36 minutes. He attempted this year. He's attempting 5.6 threes per 36 minutes. So that's gone way down, probably in part because he's not comfortable yet from there. He's only hitting 30 percent, but he is taking 9.4 shots per 36 minutes. So like. You know, I I understand Grimes is not playing 36 minutes right now, but like. You know. 10, 10 shots for 36 minutes isn't that bad for him. Um, Thanks, Forgotten. Oh, one more from Lunas. Uh, and I don't know him. You've looked into the... I don't know if you've looked into the draft, but wow. Guys, 19 to 28 look like late lottery picks. Always will root for us to win, but this class is special. Hope you're doing well. Hope you're doing well too, Lunas. I have not dug into this class one iota outside of knowing that Victor Wemignana exists and that Scoot Henderson exists and the kid, I, I always forget his name, on Arkansas is supposed to be very good, exists, Nick something or other, and the Thompson, the better of the Thompson twins on the overtime elite squad exists. I know they're pretty much the top four. I think Baylor has a really good kid who might sneak into the top five. There's a couple other guys who are exciting in that five to ten range. Past that, I don't know anything about this class whatsoever um other than like Traquavion Traquavion Smith is the best holdover from last year um but if you're saying so then that's great will they draft a player in that range and actually plan to roster that player and have that player play an important role on their team I think I'm not sure that's what this front office has planned. I'll just say that, but we'll see. We'll see. Wouldn't mind being wrong there. Um, I think that's it. Justin, is that it? If I see the WinBet ad pop up, I know that's it. Um, but anyway, anybody who's in here, thanks for, for hanging out for all this time. Yes, here we go. Reminders from our friends at WinBet. Download the WinBet app or visit www.winbet.com to start winning. Win, win, win. Everybody win, win, win. Sign up today to receive a special offer. Bet $100. Win $100. Download, bet, win. I actually feel pretty good about taking the Knicks over these next three games. Dallas, Cleveland, Atlanta. Go get two of these. Come on. You can do it. Get two of these fucking games. That would be cool. Um. Anyway. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. Don't forget, like this video. Uh, I'll make my request again. I'm going to make this plea at the end of every one of these live streams or if you're watching it the day after or even if you're listening to this 
on iTunes or wherever you get your podcast, Spotify the next day. Go to YouTube, subscribe to the Knicks Film School YouTube channel. We continue to try to build this thing up. It means a lot to us when you guys subscribe. Um, we like being a part of your lives. We hope to continue to be a part of your lives. Uh, thanks, everybody. Appreciate you watching. Uh, see you on Saturday. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.